Welcome, everybody, to Hidden Guardians Podcast, your only official podcast that's actually narrated by real Hidden Guardians. This is Outrider, and once again, I'm joined by both Venge and Bacon, and today we're going to be talking about the Bungie Vidoc that came out this past week. Um, typically, Bungie put out a nice little video production showing off the various people within their dev team and the different jobs that they do and how it's all coming together for this new expansion coming out. We're also going to be looking at the roadmap for Beyond Light and what is known as Season of the Hunt, which is the seasonal content. And we'll also talk a little bit more about the Season of Arrivals. It's the final week for it starting up. Um, and let's. there might be something happening. Maybe there's something going on. We'd like to talk about that. Uh, one quick mention is for everybody that listened to the very first episode, um, Cyberpunk 2077 has actually been delayed again until December 10th of this year, of 2020. So if you do have a pre-order for that or will be picking it up, uh, just check with your retailer and make sure that your order hasn't been uh, lost because of the delay now. So, gentlemen, how y'all doing? And FI Doc, what do you think? Uh, how did it... Uh, how did it hit with you? I'm pretty excited. <laughs> I uh, I think I, I think can I feel watched the excitement. It. I can feel the excitement. I'm pretty sure I watched the Vidoc about 15 times, and I have four pages worth of notes. So I I'm uh, I'm I'm like very excited about a f- several different things. Well, well, four well, pages. What are they? <laughs> It's just doodles of dicks. That's all it is. <laughs> they're they're frozen dicks, but they're still dicks nonetheless. All right. No, seriously, Ben. What is like the most important, the the, the biggest hype thing that you saw in the Vidoc that really has you going? Out of your four pages of notes. Well, I don't know if there's anything that has me like the most hype, but one thing that I'm looking forward to more than I probably ever have is like the sound. Mm-hmm. And just the stuff that the sound team went through with their their source jam when they went out for a week block of time to record stuff that reminded them of cosmic or ice. made them think of the cosmic ice. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, you saw a couple things in the Vidoc, like a it looked like a saw being like yeah. slowly dragged across metal ice and a metal or a yeah, like a metal pan. Uh, the, the breast, breast pump. pump. Mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe the rumbly stomach will make it in there somehow. Oh, it will. I, I guarantee um, it will. The, the, they will grab a lot of different sounds from all over the place and remix them and remaster them. Uh, I find it interesting that they showed this off in the Vidoc because sound design is exceptionally critical for video games, for television, for movies, all these things, and it's unique seeing sound designers outside of the Foley studio and the Foley studio is where they have all these tools and whatnot and these weird objects that they can make noises and combine them together through their uh, computers to come up with things that we're familiar with. I so seeing a look neat. behind the curtain of how oh, it's it. being made is freaking amazing. It was I so cool. Something like that would like make a sound. In that I, kind of way, I'm like, oh my god, no way! Yeah, when they when they run it through the machines, they alter the the pitch, uh, the treble, all these things. So that noise of let's say the breast pump 
wasn't it like the reload animation reload animation sound for a sniper rifle that we saw because they showed the brass bump and then they showed right after it the sniper rifle reloading oh i didn't even i didn't catch that oh, really I didn't remember that. I yeah that. yeah if you watch the vidoc when they're showing you know the, the the pump doing its thing and they're recording it the next thing they show is a sniper rifle pulling the bolt down so they've all most likely they've altered that sound to make it that noise for that gun's reloading. <laughs> Why is there a baby crying it's in the freaking, background? It's, it's incredible. <laughs> it's incredible. I've always been pretty impressed with the the sound in Destiny, and uh, I, this is the most I think just because we have a look in into it, and with like early little dev kits when they had just the sound for the supers, I'm I'm pretty excited about the sound specifically <laughs> yeah same yeah I, I typically when i play the game i'm playing it on my tv and i'm just playing through the speakers on the tv and surprisingly it wasn't until about shadow keep came around that i actually threw on some headphones because i needed to mute the music and the sound in my house so my kid could get some sleep and yeah, it's it's a whole different experience when you're hearing the full things individually. Oh, 100%. You know, like, oh, it, 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 their, their sound design is top-notch. And seeing them doing that level of work at, from their houses during a pandemic without all the main tools they have in the studio, extremely talented people. Yes. Um, a, th- a thing I liked... And it was, the thing I noticed, I, I'll just say in the Vidoc, uh, was they were showing, you know, the uh, Warlock gauntlets that do poison spread. Mm-hmm. And the sequence they were showing it from was from the Will of Crota strike. Destiny 1 players will remember this as the Omnigul strike. And I was watching it and I was looking at it. And I'm like, I just kind of look over on the side of the screen. And I noticed that it's no longer the Will of Crota. It's called the Disgraced. Mm-hmm. And you're taking out somebody named Navota. N-A-V-O-T-A, I think is how I have it. Maybe there's like mm-hmm. a home lot in there or something. So I, I like that. This is not just they're taking the Will of Crota and dumping it in. They're just they're kind of redoing it to make it more sensical because, frankly, Crota's dead. Omnigul's dead. So they really shouldn't be bringing them back. This isn't like we're in some kind of time loop here. They're moving forward. It's just the location of the strike. So this, I think that's neat. So for me, when they did this, I'm now looking for forward to the Devil's Lair strike coming out in 2021. Which we is that had. where it's supposed to come out? Yeah, it's it's not coming out now. It's coming out next year. Okay. Uh, it's probably going to be next season. To be honest, um, I hope so. I I I want to see what they're going to do because Sepix Prime, that servitor, was the big thing at the end of it. They could legitimately change it up now. So how many and times are we going to kill Sepix? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we, we already did it when he became Sepix Perfected Billion. in Rise of Iron. So they probably should. I, I think we should get rid of Sepix, but the, the the willingness to change something up, I, I appreciate that. Uh, it also kind of gives me hope that you know when they Vault of Glass comes out, 
they are going to add a little bit of different variety to, say, maybe the enemies that we're going to be encountering. Um, I don't think they're going to change the physical layout of the strike, no. of the raid, I mean. Uh, but I think they'll, they might change the positioning of enemy spawns. Mm-hmm. What kind of enemies were spawning? I mean, there's some new Vex coming. And Beyond Light, they might be in the vault, too, at this point. Oh god! Like the ones that I'm like, like afraid of are the are the freaking hyena looking things. The harpy. <laughs> <thing. laughs> yeah. Yeah. Goddamn hyenas. <laughs> or flamingos or whatever the hell they call yeah, flamingos. Yeah, <laughs> Kill the flamingo! Goddamn it! <laughs> what about you, Bacon? What did you? What stood out to you in the old Vidoc? The old Vidoc. I think. Well, it's like it's like uh, the 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 one that got me like pretty surprised was a uh, was Aldrin or AKA the Crow, getting yes. right behind uh, what's his name, Osiris, Warlock, Osiris, and just saving him. I was like, what? <laughs> that like that caught me off by so much even though it's like oh he came back and he doesn't know what he's doing like he doesn't know what happened but i was still like why it's like why are they working together that's what i want to know i'm really i'm really curious about how this is all gonna play out just because the the little bit we saw it it did kind of seem like everybody like the npcs that knew him with what we saw in the vidoc weren't thrilled to see him. <laughs> mm-hmm. But Osiris is willingly working with him, and we're going to be doing the same thing, although I guess some people might be doing it more just because they have to. I'm sure there's there's a lot of people that are still upset that he killed Cade. I think it's time to move on. He doesn't know what happened. I'm going to kick his ass first day I see him. I'm <laughs> punching him. <laughs> But like, but like, I wonder if Osiris already knew about like this outcome, because he can like move around in a thousand different places. I wonder if he knew like in certain times, oh, this is what's gonna happen, and this and this and this and this. Osiris has a, a ability to look into different timelines, which is kind of limited to Mercury specifically, because where he was in the. Um, Infinite Forest. He basically mm-hmm. can see the past and future of Mercury, and from there extrapolate what the overall look was going to be. Uh, I don't think he saw this coming. Aldrin was not brought back on Mercury. Frankly, uh, Osiris may not even know who he is or what he did. Oh, that's true. He might not actually know who he is at all. And that's that. That might be fine, you know. I mean, he. This is the guy that's obviously a guardian. Pulled pork is with him, mm-hmm. who is, you know, that 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 that's the icebreaker. No pun intended for Beyond Light. Um, so this is a fellow guardian. This guy doesn't know who he is. The slate's wiped clean. Even if Osiris did know who he was and what he did in his previous life, it no longer applies. Mm-hmm. And for a character, Osiris is cutthroat enough and clinical enough that he would already understand that and move forward. 
And a couple things I was curious about when when we saw him come back was one, I kind of hope that that the when he stabbed the knight, I kind of want that to become a finisher. <laughs> it might be. And then um, it seemed a little bit weird that he didn't have any voice lines in the Vidoc. It almost makes me like trying to save it because what he might be saying it might be important enough that could be considered spoilers. That's true. I I in my notes I, I mentioned that I thought it would be kind of funny if he got the guardian treatment and didn't have a voice anymore. He'll have a couple of lines here and there. Oh, I know, is, he mm, I know he will. I know he will. That would be really <laughs> That's funny. it. Yeah, yeah it's a, the guard the, the Aldrin is voiced by Nolan North. Pulled Pork is voiced by Nolan North. Our ghost is voiced voiced by Nolan North. The Guardian has no voice. <laughs> <laughs> Which we isn't have, true because have, we actually will say something. We do have we do have at least two lines, and that's yes. that's, that's pretty cool. That's all we need. One more from the last one. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see what else I have in here. I mentioned yeah that the uh, the main story though for since we're talking about the crow, it's not coming in the Beyond Light expansion he is not part of this he's actually more part of season of the hunt which is the seasonal content that is coming uh um, like which following involves, week, i think yeah it, it that will the 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 story quest begins the week after beyond light comes out so you got a, a week to screw around within beyond light's main story and uh, do some exploration and whatnot, and then the seasonal stuff starts. But it involves Zebu Arath, Oryx's other sister, Sabathun is the other one, uh, building an army, and we need to work with Osiris, who also has the crow working with him, to stop these hive growths that are appearing throughout the system, to eventually take down what is called the hive celebrant. Um, everything I've seen, this, this is just building towards... Witch Queen. The seasonal stuff's just going to march right into the Witch Queen expanse, and, mm-hmm. and um, I'm looking forward to that. But you know, this when you see the hive growth, it looks like it's another tower, mm-hmm. and uh, it looks like another like public event horde mode, and I- I'm kind of nervous about that. <laughs> Yeah, it's like constantly revolving around like public events and like being out in the open. Yeah, uh, like, hey, at, le- at least it looks like it. it'll take place in the Dreaming City this time. That's a nice yeah. change. And they're gonna use I'm up that one that. spot, like you know, by um all the way up top where we usually when, when we went the last time to get that warm to, to spawn. Yep. Yeah, right there, and it's kind of garden. Yeah, the old garden area. <clears throat> Yeah, it it, it sh- I, I I'm curious to see how it's going to go. Mm-hmm. Um, the seasonal content, I I'm more in for the story, though I do like the public event for season of arrivals because I have I, I like playing Gambit, so it kind of feeds into that a little bit for me. Hmm. I don't know how this is going to go because we don't know how the event's going to work. But I see a pillar. I see lots of enemies. I'm thinking horde mode. 
are we going to be dunking stuff or is it just going to be murdering everything and protecting this or I, I don't know. I, I do hope that over the next year that these seasonal activities kind of evolve a little bit more than past what we're used to seeing. Maybe this is a step towards it. We'll know in two weeks. Mm-hmm. But for it's now, like, I wonder, just keep my fingers crossed. It's like, I wonder if the if the area is going to be open now, because we usually just go up there and you're alone. You're going in there alone. Are they going to open it? Are you going to are they going to open up the space for more guardians to come in? That's true. I I don't. Uh, the, well, the garden is still public public space. It's still part of the map. That there's no there's the typical limitations for how many guardians you can have into it. I think. Um, I'm I'm going to put that disclosure in there. But I, yeah, I, I don't see them adding more guardians on the field. I think nine is the magic number that they can use at this moment. Perhaps in the future they're going to. I would love to see, you know, like 30 guardians on a field, but at the same time, if you're trying to get resources or kills, 30 guardians in your uh, public space is going to put a damper on that very quickly. Yeah. You might be you might be able to get done with a public event, but hey, you have to kill so many of these uh, you know, um hive thralls and somebody's just sitting there farming them. So you're going to be waiting for like 15, 20 minutes to just keep going to other areas. Uh, I, I don't know about expending, extending the amount of people involved, but you know, we'll, we'll see. I don't know. I mean, hopefully it's like matchmake then. I mean, just in the garden area, I'm not talking about the entire place, just there. Well, that that's an interesting point. I mean, it could, these public events could, they may not be a public event as much as, um, more like the forges, yeah, which were match eight activities that you go into with a team of three. That's fine. I'm fine with that too. It's a separate space, and it's just the people you're working with, and you have a specific goal to get done with that. I'd be okay with that. It would change it up definitely, but I thought the entire purpose of these things were to be open to the public to come in and join and just jump in and out. Um, they did mention again stasis, obviously, mm-hmm. and they kind of touched on just, just did, not really touched on it. You see a little bit more in the clips that they were showing in the background, but uh, talking about aspects and fragments that we'll get to mess around with. Aspects are looks like they're specific towards your classes, um, and fragments are these, as they said, class agnostic items. Mm-hmm. that will alter and improve um, the the aspects a little bit more so you can really kind of adjust your play style. Um, I, I'm kind of looking forward to that, a little bit more control over how I can fine-tune my Guardian's abilities. That'll yeah. be nice. I'm, I'm, I'm curious. I'm curious what the what the drop rate on finding those is going to be, because mm-hmm. you you have to find them. So I just, I'm I'm curious how how many different ways you're going to be able to fine tune your subclass, and it's going to be kind of cool to have more control, like you said. Kind of gives oh. more of a Destiny One feel with 
what subclass trees used to be. Are we going to have um, you know, uncommon, rare, legendary, and exotic uh, fragments that we're going to be finding? Oh my god, that happens, that'll be great. That are going to drop from specific only at different rarities? Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that'll be interesting. Do we have to hoard these fragments that once you slot them and they and you decide to swap one out, does it disappear or does it just go right back and you can reuse it again? I and hope they're not consumable like that. I, I hope they're not consumable either. I hope either. once I, you have them, you just have them. I didn't. I didn't like having armor mods and weapon mods being consumables. I thought that was lame, and I'm glad that has been fixed. That they're not uh, yes. consumables. So uh, I'm hoping the fragments do that way. Uh, now uh, they did kind of mention that they were looking at kind of evolving stasis and the darkness abilities over time so mm-hmm. i'm wondering if they're going to be coming out with new type of manifestations of darkness they seem to be leaning heavily into poison right now that, that mm-hmm. that's this is like more than one time they've actually shown off that warlock exotic for poison yeah mm-hmm. i think they're making a point that this is going to be usable at some point is most likely going to be a darkness power well yeah I know, uh, I can't remember if it was the day the Vidot came out or if it was the day the launch trailer came out, but mm-hmm. Luke Smith did his thing on Twitch and mentioned that they're starting with Stasis, but they do have plans to eventually add more Darkness subclasses. That's and fantastic. in the Vidoc, when they when they switch subclasses, when you when you when you hover over the stasis one, it said it actually like says subclasses like plural. Plural, okay. So we're eventually going to have them. Um, we obviously don't know what they're going to be, but there's there's definite hints that they're going to expand on it. And a little thing too from the Vidoc about that is when you choose the darkness subclass, it changes your background a little bit too. Yeah, so it darkens. So that's kind of cool. <clears throat> Nice that, little, that's a neat little visual thing. touch. Yeah. yeah. So if, you know, let's just hypothetically say poison might be following on the heels of stasis, which is our cosmic eyes. After that, what would you like to see? Is there is there some kind of wild darkness ability that you might want to see that, you know, we might actually get access to? I have an idea. I want to hear from you guys first, though. I've always been I, curious about the idea of like a taken subclass. Mm-hmm. I don't really know how it would work or what it would like all be included with it, but that's, I mean, that, that I think that's been something people have talked about since the taken King and destiny one was the idea of eventually having a taken subclass. All right. How about you? Bacon? I just want to be able to like, <clears throat> I just want to be able to, to go the Anthem route a little bit more. Where you can, you know, just work with your teammates and use different classes and oh, have combos. Combo yeah, I okay. like. I want to see more of that in Destiny because I think Destiny can pull that off really, really well. Are you also talking about making the classes a little bit more defined? Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I think they're doing that right now with those exotics that are coming out. The class exotics seem to really be leaning into what makes a Titan a Titan, a Warlock, a Warlock, and a Hunter the best class out there. Um, they're kind of getting into that combo type stuff, too, with Stasis, mm-hmm. with how, like, the chaining capabilities, with just what we yeah. saw in the Vidoc in the trailer, like it. Yeah. I, so I, I think you're onto something. It's coming. It's just going to be how Bungie delivers it, how they want yeah. to see this happen. Because, uh, like, right now, like, all we, ha- like, all we really have is a... Is like what um shoulder charge? I forgot what it's called. The solar one, mm-hmm. melting point, melting point, and it's, it's like and hammer, it's just it's another hammer da- strike. It's and it's just like strike. another, it's just another damage buff. I want to be able to like mix and match with other man, man. I I, I mean that's the only thing I really want from like that game right now, being able to go that combo route. Basically, you want something that you can slide in with your hammer strike instead of like putting a a uh, damage bonus, a debuff on the person. Uh, you hit them, and it's like a nuclear explosion that does like a huge AOE or something. You know, yeah. you can kind of like really get into and it, yeah. And then just somebody comes right in with their ability, and the other one comes in, and it's like just constantly adds more and more and more. I think that'd be really I, cool. I would love to see that. That is the one thing I want Destiny to do. Oh, same here. That'd be nice. Uh, I, but I'm actually with Venge. Uh, I want to see Taken abilities, mm-hmm. and with the Witch Queen coming, um, the fact that she can make new Taken, that means she has the ability to do it. Um, I think that would be great. I, what I would like to see is a way to control other enemies. You know, you may not be able to do it on yellow bar bosses, but you might be able to manipulate multiple thralls and turn them and send them screaming back at somebody to cause distraction. Or, you know, depending on how much expenditure of energy, you can grab that hive ogre. Mm-hmm. Or you can get that, uh, you know, centurion cabal or whatever and just gain temporary allies on the field. That, that, that almost sounds cool. like the artifact from like D one. Remember yeah, that one? That, that's what yes. I was thinking of just now. Yeah. Exactly. Kind of cool to have like a more advanced version of that. Right. And since we've now seen on, I think the launch trailer and even maybe the preview, there are sequences in Beyond Light where we're watching the fire teams of the Guardians working in conjunction with robot assault allies. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you caught that. So that means we can have multiple people out there as well as ones working for us taking on other enemies. So I, I could see this potentially happening in the future. Uh, big wish list, though, would be someday we get to mess around with SIVA powers. And I see those well. like building things, like constructing things. Um, you know, that like really altering terrain more than what the Stasis uh, Cosmicais can do. Mm-hmm. That that would be fun. That would be really fun. But maybe just let them let Bungie go totally wild and come up with something totally bizarre and unexpected. I don't know. I think, I think poison is, is in line for us though. Next, yeah, that one hundred percent seems like it's a very plausible next potential uh, darkness subclass. I think it would be cool to see a darkness subclass off of something that we have never seen before. Oh yes. 
because it's like the familiar stuff, like the Taken idea or Siva is cool. And as much as I would really like them, it would it would almost be cooler to have something that is not anything anybody knows about. That would be neat. Uh, we, we, we technically haven't actually encountered a, a legitimate being of darkness, you know, something that actually mm-hmm. dwells within the pyramid. We, we've only met one in a cutscene. And it was a manifesting. We know that the the pyramids themselves are paracausal beings, just like the Traveler. They can do all sorts of weird shit on their own. Mm-hmm. I go back to Destiny 1, where they were showing the preview art, like, you know, early design sketches for the fi- five enemy classes. Mm-hmm. We've seen four. The fifth one had the pictures of the pyramids and these, like, very lanky, shadowy-looking beings. The Veil. Yeah, we've never gotten that yet. Um, so we'd have to see what they're capable of if we actually ever get to encounter them. I think we will in Lightfall, though. Uh, so let's see. Uh, Cosmodrome Quest. Hey, we're going to be able to do that, too. We're not new players. Uh, we can go in there and visit our new homie with the two names from the Fast and the Furious movies, Sean Han. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you know... I, I like that the Cosmodrome's coming back. Um, yes. It's nice to go back. Uh, it looks like they're going to mess around with it a little bit. It's not going to be as large as it was. Because I, I can't see it being identical to Destiny 1's Cosmodrome. Time has passed. So it's it's obvious some things have changed. And I think if they do it kind of like the moon, I'll, I'll be fine with that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing it, but this isn't like the only part of the Cosmodrome. Apparently the Cosmodrome is supposed to evolve over year four. Perhaps we get into the Plague Lands at some point. That's all part of the Cosmodrome. It was just part of it sealed off because of the SIVA crisis. Mm -hmm. So I'm looking forward to seeing that. It was nice that they talked about the Cosmodrome and the Vidoc. Anything else in there? I'm glad that anybody can go through and kind of see that new light experience. Yes. And have a different introduction to the game and the Cosmodrome for people that know it or don't. Yeah. I'm going to be most of the time doing what I used to do in D1 and just drive my Sparrow around. (laughs) (laughs) There could be a secret somewhere in all this, but I'm like, "Mm mm-mm. Well, just remember... I'm going to pull out the sparrow and just chill. (laughs) Well, well, don't forget, there was a lot of places in the Cosmodrome that we know from Destiny 1 that were like these small little chambers that were kind of like in the rock walls and things like that. There's supposed Mm -hmm. to be lost sectors in the Cosmodrome now. I, I saw, I think it was on Twitter, somebody mentioned that there's one in the area where Randall the Vandal used to be. Oh, Lord. So that's going to be a fun uh, <laughs> Lost Sector to take on an overpowered <laughs> Vandal. <laughs> yeah, what, what What if Randall the Vandal was the boss at the end of the Lost Sector? He's, he's got to be. They, they gotta he's going to be the boss no matter what. <laughs> <laughs> well, they, like, they, they they did put Randall the Vandal in um, the Wrath of the Machine raid. He was a rare spawn mm-hmm, in that yeah. one area with all the like, the computer servers as you're heading towards the final battle that, with Acris. Um, I've only encountered him once. He was tough as hell. Yeah, same. 
he had like an unlimited amount of freaking power. You were just taking out inches of it. I was like, what the and hell? It, it, it was the only yellow bar that would spawn in that room. And if he spawned in that room, you had two choices. Pray you can kill him or run like hell. Yeah, just run away. Just keep moving. It's fine. <laughs> I mean, they... But it's just Randall. Kind of... Shut up! <laughs> <laughs> there's there's kind of a Randall in Destiny 2 in the, the top left. I can't think of what the area is in the ED. Yeah, or where... Uh the access to the near where the access to the first forge was, but also that one yeah. area. Yeah. I know what you mean. Not, it's on not that little island. Strong. Yeah. Not near as strong as like the OG Randall, but I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to that lost sector. If it ends up actually being a Randall boss. That, that, the one I'm a... wondering about it is the, is do you guys remember right off the Cosmodrome? You make a left. Down that bunker, and you you see that really big knight. Mm-hmm. I wonder oh, if that mean, one's there. So when when you went down the stairs, and there was that one knight down there. Yeah, with like two other like acolytes or whatever. They mm-hmm. already said he's going to be there. <laughs> they, oh, that's the first part I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> they, they already said that that's going to be there. You know, I know what you mean when you go down those steps, um, in, in that little building, and then you go down two flights of steps, and you can hear them, and they're around the corner. Yeah, the, there's going to be a, a knight there, uh, and there's going to be his little acolytes with him. And I remember in D1 the first time that we had access down there, and we walked down there, and there was this huge yellow bar knight that was like multiple levels higher than <laughs> I was. It's like, oh, run away. Fantastic. So that's going to be fun. Um, anything else in your notes, Venge? about the Vidoc that you want to touch on? Uh, we could we could either hit Aramis or we could talk about uh, the Europa weather system, which could be kind of cool. Really? Let's talk about that. So we're going to be experiencing weather changes on Europa for the first time in Destiny. Weather will randomly generate in areas, and we can experience complete blizzard-like conditions that are whiting out everything, that we can barely see anything in front of us. Mm-hmm. So having a thermal scope will be a wonderful thing. And I, I think I think Luke touched that on that when he was on the, the little Twitch Q&A thing also, was that there's going to be more thermal scopes added for, kind of specifically for the weather changes on Europa. Mm-hmm. And it makes, uh, makes perfect sense. Kind of back to the sound team, actually. They they mentioned that as the weather changes, you're going to hear and kind of feel the environment change based off how intense or not the storm is, with yeah. well, visually and with uh, the audio changes. And I, that's it's going to be a cool thing to see. And since it's something Bungie has wanted to do for a while, I hope they nail it. By the way, uh, you mentioned the visual upgrades to, on Europa for like the weather uh, patterns. It also <laughs> has to be stressed that the remaining OG planets and destinations that we're going to, that we're going back to, like you know, the EDZ, uh, Nessus. Um, what else is remaining here? Yeah, EDZ and Nessus actually; those, those would be it. Um, they're getting a visual upgrade slightly with the lighting. Mm-hmm. So it'll be more on par with things we've seen from Forsaken on. And that that's a good thing. 
because I, I think they kind of need a little bit of a refresh. So this this mm-hmm. make them look, you know, a little bit better and kind of keep it on par with uh, what we're going to be seeing new on Europa. And yeah, yeah, the Cosmodrome, that'll be at this higher quality, too. And then it's like what, you still have what the I'm Tangled Shore in the Dreaming City, which could potentially also see a little bit of a visual upgrade also. Wait. You were saying bacon? What was that? What I'm thinking about is just by what by Ben said, it's like you feel the the weather now. It's like when you need certain armor to go into Europa to go through that like really cold weather. And I've if you wear anything. something it's like if you wear something else that doesn't belong in like Europa area, well you start losing health because you're not warm enough. More of a survival type that of would, area. That would be kind of interesting if they if that if they had something similar to what the division has. Yeah. I'll be frank and say that I don't think that'll be in there because they don't oh, want to drop yeah. that on us as a surprise. If we were going to see survival elements in it, they would have been mentioning that much sooner as, as kind of like the we're preparing you for a bigger change coming. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think that's going to happen. And to be very honest, if that happened, we would either need items like consumable items to keep us you know, warm if we're not wearing armor that's only for Europa. And I, I just think that's a big pain in the ass. And, and if there wasn't consumables, and we had to rely on Europa only armor on Europa. They basically just negated any armor that we have moving forward mm-hmm. going to Europa. I don't think they're going to do that. It's an interesting it be, idea. Yeah, it would be interesting to see in the world of Destiny, but I, I, I don't see it happening. But I think it would be kind of cool. Could be neat. But I'd like to see them talk about that openly way beforehand to kind of gauge the. Uh, yeah, I don't. I everybody. think that would upset people if it was just a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> like, wait a minute. <laughs> Why am I getting <laughs> cold and dying? <laughs> Why am I losing health just walking? <laughs> um, we want to talk about Aramis for a little bit, or do we want to? Well, the, what do we? What do we know? What do we know? We 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 know she's the big bad guy, apparent. And she is. Uh, she's very obsessed with uh, the darkness. Um, she wants revenge that, on the traveler. Mm-hmm. One thing she did in the Vidoc that kind of like it. I I genuinely like my jaw dropped a little bit was when she froze and then destroyed the servitor. Yes, which is a big deal because. The servitor is supposed to represent the traveler or the machine gods that they've the fallen have worshipped for forever. And uh, even more importantly, says, the, the servitors also supply them with ether, which is what they need to survive. Yeah. So um, it, it, it makes it kind of made me think if the stasis or darkness powers that they get. Don't. Like it, they they make it so that they don't require ether to survive. Um, it's it's going to be kind of interesting because I mean servitors aren't just straight up disappearing with what we've seen. So it's that that could have just been a statement she was making by 
saying fuck the traveler and we have these powers we don't necessarily need this but yeah it, it, it was uh, you know the the middle finger to the great machine which traveler is what they refer to it as um mm-hmm. but equally saying that they no longer need to be bound to to what they were before meaning the things that chain them as fallen ether they need it to survive Mm-hmm. They're, they're now without that they're boundless they can do anything they want they can reclaim a place of power that they lost um yeah i think it'll be interesting there is one thing that they did change that i noticed in the videos when they were doing i think the preview one and you saw aramis talking the first time and she gets that sh- the splinter of darkness and she's like this is a power i will share with you they now have it, they cut away the part where she then says to the rest of the Fallen there, over time. I noticed that. She, they're, they're, they're cutting that away. It's like, yeah, she's not going to share this power with everybody. She's going to share it with her most trusted, you know, commanders, which when we get to the roadmap, they actually mention that on it. Mm-hmm. Oh. And, um... You know, we're we're gonna see uh, not every fallen being able to use the darkness. We're only gonna we're gonna see special ones using the darkness because the rank and file don't deserve it. Mm-hmm. They're too, they're just too weak. We're gonna go up against strong as elites, then. Probably. <laughs> we're gonna see something you... similar to the barons, I think, from Forsaken. I wonder yeah, if she's gonna try into like. If she's going to try and uh, like twist some twist some arms and try and get us to work with her, because we don't need the light anymore. We have power. Why, why in hell would she want us to work with her when we are direct agents oh. of the thing she hates the most? But in yeah, that they're, time, they're... we're not like at all. Now we're just using the darkness. They're, oh no no! Mm-hmm. I don't. I, I think. I think it's you know. We're using the darkness because we got to fight her on equal terms. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't make us allies in the slightest. And I can't remember if it was from the Vidoc or the launch trailer that they shared, but there was a voice line that she says that says, you're not special, which I feel has to be directed at us. So I feel it would be kind of unlikely that she would want to ally with us. Yeah. They have the darkness. They, They can use darkness abilities themselves. You know, they can access stasis that kind of renders guardians and light usage no longer special and no longer above the rest of the Fallen. So, yeah. And talking about that, I'm already upset that I'm going to be frozen a whole lot. It's going to be irritating. (laughs) Imagine that frozen in in the raid. You're negative 20 under power. No better. Don't don't touch me. <laughs> it's it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen, and I'm already upset about it. But it's gonna be fun. <laughs> I'm looking forward to raid day. That's gonna be enjoyable. Uh, yes. But you know, we're going through this. You know, the Vidoc. It's very informative. Um, I'll have a link in the description to this episode. That'll take you to the Bungie weekly update that'll have 
the ViDoc embedded in it, as well as what you know the roadmap itself, which we're going to go over. Um, so you can check it out yourself when you need to. But going to the roadmap, uh, Season of the Hunt is listed as from November through February. It doesn't give us the exact dates, but we at least know a general frame for it. Mm-hmm. Um, Beyond Light... Beyond Light includes the campaign, uh, Stasis Unlocks, which will have the Titan Behemoth Warlock, Shadebinder, and Hunter Revenant. Uh, the Salvation's Grip Exotic Grenade Launcher Quest is going to be part of it, so that may not be the Raid Exotic after all. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. Um, free to all players, they're going to get to run around on Europa. They're going to get to see the new Cosmodrome experience. So free to all players... Uh, new Destination Europa, they get to travel around on. New Cosmodrome experience. Uh, seasonal armor and exotic weapon. The new strike added to the playlist. Uh, new Lost Sectors, 100 plus seasonal ranks. New Artifact Mods, New Triumphs, Shaders, Emblems, Iron Banner, and The Dawning. And this all will start on November 10th. So not this, not today when, you know, this episode goes live. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the, which is November 3rd, but the following week we'll have that. Uh, so that November 10th launch, which will have a 14-hour downtime prior to it. So mm-hmm. you can start downloading the entire new Destiny to Beyond Light client. It's not just getting the DLC. We're down, just like we're beyond, just for like for a, a new light, we had to re-download everything. This is the same thing here. But we're going to get the seasonal artifact and the reward track unlocks on that day. Empire hunts begin that day. And that's why I'm thinking we're going to be fighting things similar to the Barons in Forsaken. Yeah, the the little image there looks like one of the lieutenants that is standing next to Aramis in mm-hmm. all of the trailers we've seen. Yeah, it's, it's the one that has a huge backpack to it. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, also, the Glassway is the name of the new strike that opens on that same day. Uh, from 11.10 to January 12th, it says Uncover Europa's Secrets. So there's probably going to be stuff peppered throughout that all the way through. So I like that. Instead of mm-hmm. just finding everything out on day one and then going, well, what else is there to do? You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, on the 13th of November, uh, which would be Friday, uh, Trials of Osiris kicks off. Adept weapons are added to Trials. So if you're big into PvP and you like Trials, well, there you go. You get some new new toys in the toy box to mess around with. You have to go flawless to get them. On the 17th, the seasonal mission for Season of the Hunt begins, as mm-hmm. well as the Wrathborn Hunts. I have no idea what a Wrathborn Hunt is. But the little picture of the spike in the ground is there. That makes me wonder if when we were talking about the corruption and stuff, like the idea of it being a public event, I wonder if those are going to be hunts and there's going to be a different seasonal activity. But we'll see. I hope. I hope. I would like to see something other than just a horde mode around another stationary location. Yeah. Something we're just feeding uh, things we've been farming into nonstop. Mm-hmm. Uh, the 21st is the big day. Deepstone Crypt raid opens. We got our team ready. We have our six people right now. 
and uh, we have a, an extra, hopefully, if he's still available, if mm-hmm. anybody drops out. Iron Banana begins on December 8th. From December 15th through January 5th is the Dawning. That's their uh, winter holiday festival. I always like the Dawning. It's always looked pretty in the tower. And it looks like that tree that's typically right there at the beginning in the tower where uh, whoever is hosting the event is at. And if you look at the picture on the roadmap, it's all covered in like ice and lights and all this stuff. It looks really cool. And it says, and more after that. Um, at the bottom of the roadmap image is a list of exotic weapons and armor. Right there's Hawkmoon, the first yep. one they mm-hmm. list. <laughs> it's coming. It's coming. <laughs> Uh, then Cloud Strike, that's that sniper rifle. No time to explain. We know that. That's the uh, pre-order bonus. And then it says Duality. What's Duality? Well, I kind of have an idea to it, but go for it. I don't want to say anything. No, go ahead. We're well, isn't that like a, a, like a, a sawed-off shotgun? Ah, so you're leaning into the, the old images of what Aldrin looked like. Yeah. With the white crow on his shoulder. Yes, where he had a, sh- a sawed-off shotgun. And there, there's there been people debating if it's going to be when you're uh, just firing from the hip, it's going to spread, versus when you ADS, it's going to fire a slug. Mm-hmm. It's the duality part. If that's an exotic shotgun, a sawed-off shotgun, that will be freaking awesome. Have we had a sawed-off shotgun before? Uh, The closest thing we have, I think, is a chaperone. Seriously, because the barrel is a little bit shorter. Yeah. We've not actually had a double-barrel sawed-off ever in Destiny. No. That would be a cool addition. Yes. Uh, Salvation Script, The Lament, Icefall Mantle, Mask of Bacchus... Athra's Embrace, Dawn Chorus, Necrotic Grip, and Precious Scars. Those are all the exotic weapons and armor that they list at the bottom. I I, I think uh, Calendar's nice. It can change, though, depending on how things go with this pandemic and um, difficulty of getting stuff out. I think uh, at least this season is in the can. Mm-hmm. So we shouldn't have to worry too much about that. If anything might get kicked around, most likely it won't be the season after season of the hunt, but the one after that, the third season of year four. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I've I've seen some stuff that people are concerned at how long this season is going to be and when it's starting. But uh, I think Paul Tassie tweeted about it, saying that Bungie did confirm that there was actually going to still be four seasons in year four. Yes. So I don't know if any of them are going to be a little bit shorter. Well, the one um, one thing they did stress is they're looking at it's typically with these seasons around week nine of the season, you could start using uh, silver to purchase, you know, levels mm-hmm. to kind of fill out your battle pass. Apparently that goes live at week five this season. Yeah. Oh, that's so it's, right. It's, yeah. It's I was about to say that. Definitely going to be shorter. I I wouldn't be surprised if you know it says it's going to February. I wouldn't be shocked if it ends at the beginning of February. Hmm. 
That's kind of what I'm so thinking. We're, so we're going to get a whole bunch of like squish content then? Like very like one well, after another. Of, the next well, day is going to be a different thing. Well, instead of being like spread out so much, we might actually see a little bit more stacked weeks here and there. Like something, one thing happens one week, then two things happen the next week. I, I actually mm-hmm. wouldn't mind that so much. It kind of switches it up a little bit and gives me a little bit more reason to get in there and uh, play around. Yeah, so it, it should be uh, it should be good with that. Uh, but we're, you know, that's a, that's a roadmap, and uh, we're right now at the week right before all this newness starts. Um, we've mentioned before, data miners have gone in; they've found an emblem, uh, some sort of <clears throat> protocol emblem. Looks mm-hmm. kind of ras- looks Rasputin-y to me. And Very. the way you get it, you see the event, the season-ending event. Well, this is the last week. At the time we're recording, it's two days before this starts. So we haven't seen anything yet, but we don't know. We might just boot it up on Tuesday, and there's going to be all sorts of notification screens popping up saying, hey, we got stuff to do. Mm-hmm. I don't know about you. I'm hoping we get maybe like a little bit of a cinematic. I don't need to see something live happening in game, but at least on Sunday, because Monday, you know, the game's kind of going down for a bit. But if they do it on Sunday, that we get a cinematic where the planets and that are supposed to be going away stop being available to us. Like we watch like the pyramids or something, like blink them out of existence or something. Yeah, I'm hoping yeah, we can like go in there and like and like go in and like try to evacuate like the NPCs, like do something like that while the the pyramids are just shooting it down, shooting down the planet. Talking about the planetary vendors. Yeah. Well, their uh, lore bits have already kind of expressed what they're doing. Um. Ashramir on IO, he's not going anywhere. He he entered the pyramid in. Oh jeez. And and we and we kind of <laughs> know why. He he doesn't want he doesn't want the darkness to have access to it. The pyramid mm-hmm. is basically an access port into the entire Vex network. They mm-hmm. don't need that kind of power. The, unfortunately, the other thing that it implies is Ashramir's condition is going to overtake him at some point because he's going to sit at the shores of the Radiolarian Lake. And wait for them. Mm-hmm. Well, the only thing that sat at the shores of the Radiolarian Lake was uh, the, the Genesis Mind, Brachion. That means Ashramir is actually Brachion. And it's a perpetual loop of time that we're dealing with, with him going into the Pyramidian, which is like out of time itself. Mm-hmm. Once you're inside of it. And so we're, <laughs> every time we kill Brachion, we're killing Ashramir. <laughs> I'm sorry, the poor bastard. Yeah, well, you put him <laughs> out of his misery, but we can't break it. Um, the, uh, the 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 Titan on Titan. Uh, God, what is her Sloan? Mm-hmm. Sloan. Uh, according to her lore tab, she found like some golden age power armor, and she's going back down into the high pits and just killing shit. And she's going to then take on the darkness, whatever it is, herself. Mm-hmm. She's going out to play glory with some new toys. 
Yeah. Uh, and Ray, she's leaving. She is packed up. She's coming back to the tower. And she's bringing Rasputin with her. Well, what's left of him. Mm-hmm. And uh, Brother Vance on Mercury, he's entering the uh, Infinite Forest. Good. Blind Brother Vance is going into the Infinite Forest by himself, and apparently he met um, some sort of doppelganger of him. And uh, in the lore things, he actually, like, gouges his eyes out with his thumbs and kills the thing with his bare hands. Holy. Vance? Yeah, Vance. Weenie Brother Vance. <laughs> and, and, and you read about it, and it's like, you know, he, he does all this stuff, and it's and he flat out says it's, it's because whatever duplicate they made, they gave that one eyes. I don't need those to see clearly. So God Brother damn. Vance is basically Daredevil. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but they made him such a fanboy weenie that we just couldn't believe it, but now he's, he's kind of trudging off into the... Uh, Infinite Forest by himself. I don't know exactly what he's doing, if he's going to protect it or he's just going on some sort of spiritual journey. Maybe he's looking for Osiris. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's where he's gone. So there's all your, you know, your your planetary vendors for the planets that are disappearing. Um, I don't know what's going to happen to Emperor Callus. I, 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 th- I think he's going to throw the Leviathan in, in reverse and get the hell out of the system. Yeah, if we see that, that'll be funny. If, <laughs> if you hear like if, the backing of the life, beep beep beep. Oh, that would be hilarious if you're on Nessus. <laughs> you're on Nessus and you hear beep 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 as it's like backing what up. What the hell is that? <laughs> since you guys, since you brought up Callus, one thing that I thought about from the Vidoc was mm-hmm. uh, when Zavala is Zavala and Osiris are talking or working is what it looks like with. Two of the uh, centurions. It kind of made me. It made me wonder if we were, in also in some way working with Callus, because what what guardians have done for him. Possibly. I think it's probably really unlikely, but it was a thought that came to my mind about that. Well, well, just all right. Let's just take that thread and kind of stretch it out a little bit. Uh, it's possible that yes, we are working with we we have an uneasy alliance with Callus mm-hmm. for right now. Um, but the Leviathan goes away because the Emperor doesn't want to come directly into harm's way, so he gets his ass out of there and has the rest of his people kind of, you know, working begrudgingly with the guardians that kick their asses for the past like six years. Mm-hmm. I could I could potentially see that. Um, definitely. Uh, what I would like to see though is the Red Legion enemies. They need to go away now. Yes. Red Legion doesn't <laughs> exist anymore. They're gone. Yes. They they can go away forever. It's okay. Yeah. Replace them with more Fallen. Replace them with Hive. Replace them with Vex. Taken whatever. Uh, but I I think the Red Legion need to leave. Mm-hmm. I kind of want to work with them. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm fine. I'm fine with working with, <laughs> with the Cabal, but not the Red Legion. Were um, that that was Gaul's people. I, we ain't working with them. Yeah, that doesn't have anything to do with uh, Callus. Yeah, Callus. Callus is a 
his his legion, his royal um, the loyalists. On. Yeah, loyalists or thank you or those are the ones we're probably gonna be working with. Mm-hmm. I also saw rumors that potentially is like Callus's daughter that we might have dealings with. Oh yeah, because she was she was part of the Midnight Coup, I think. Yeah, yeah. So we might see a little bit of that. I I have no idea. Um, but I, this is going to be an exciting week. This feels like the week before Christmas. Everything's kind of building up. We're getting ready. Giddy. Getting excited. Do either uh, either of you guys have anything that you're trying to finish that's going away before next week? Bacon, do you have anything Me? you're trying to finish? <laughs> Me? Damn, do I? I don't think so. I was thinking of like trying to get the Leviathan thing out the way just doesn't just get the shotgun, but other than that, nothing. You don't have um the the, the exotic shotgun for the Leviathan? No. <laughs> I'm telling you, the last time I read it, I think it was on Xbox when it came out. <laughs> I thought it wasn't that like a guaranteed drop to get the uh Legend of Acreus at the end of the Leviathan run? Oh yeah, but I just I never passed it. Oh, you never got through the Leviathan? No, uh, like at all. Like I, I got to the boss, and we just couldn't pass it. Okay. See what we but, can do. I mean, but it's not like a big deal. It's like if it goes away, it goes away. I have well, other guns to use. But a lot of the raid exotics that when they're going away are coming back in, into this, this vendor, so you could still get it. You just won't get it through the yeah. Leviathan. So you're okay there. Uh, I'm still trying to finish Scourge of the Past Diamond Run. Last oh, yeah. Sunday was um, it, it was it was fun. We had a good time, but it was still a learning experience. And it seemed that the game itself is more prone on killing us than we were killing us with dumb mistakes. <laughs> Though the dumb mistakes were there, but yeah. it was like you know physics things. As I was t- telling Bacon earlier before we started recording, uh, one of our teammates was hopping out of the tank. In the third encounter, where you know you spawn the three tanks, you ride around, you blow up the little post to try to yep. get uh, the boss out, mm-hmm. and he jumped out of the tank because it's ready to blow, and the game then launched him into a wall as fast as possible, killing him. Oh, Jesus! <laughs> it's like what? <laughs> what happened? Uh, oh, the, you'll find this one funny. Um, uh, our our. our <laughs> <laughs> Pop Tarts, who's part of this team, uh, he he's a clan leader of another clan that I play around with, and I was part of at one point. So it was Bacon. Um, Pop Tarts oh. likes to use finishers on the berserkers. Oh Jesus mm-hmm. Christ! How, do you know what happens if you use a finisher <laughs> on a berserker when when they're ready to be finished? Sometimes the berserker repels you. And I just like press the last button to start off the the diamond run, and I can mm-hmm. see where Pop Tarts' name badge is up on the the center of the map where the map room is at the mm-hmm. first encounter. And I watched him finish the berserker and then get slammed into the billboard across the street from him. 
killing him and wiping us and sending us to orbit. Oh my god! <laughs> like, you, you just watch somebody's name. You know, you, you see them what move, moving normally, and then you see this one go boom. It's like he was launched out of a cannon. Oh my god! And he's like, he's like, I guess I shouldn't like finish the berserkers. It's like, no shit, Sherlock. You really have to <laughs> just shoot them, damn it. <laughs> that's funny. Uh, but that that's what we're working on. Hopefully uh, tonight, seven o'clock, we're going back in. Fingers Why? crossed. If not, I'm going to have a fun week next week trying to get it done. Yeah, same team though, right? Hopefully. Same, no, it is the same team. Hopefully nobody kick, uh, and hopefully uh, nobody bows out and then we we'll have to find somebody. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, it's, it's the same team. It, it's not, as I said, the the game board was killing us more than our own dumb mistakes. Mm-hmm. You know that, that that's the that we're kind of it, we're literally fighting against the 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 raid itself <laughs> to get through it. <laughs> yeah. How about how about you, uh, Vince? Do you have anything you're doing before uh, Beyond Light? Uh, the only thing that I need to do is I need I need to finish 15 weapon frames so I can get the damn platinum Starling ship. Uh, the ship, yes. I don't know why I've been procrastinating it so much but i i i had i basically fought myself this weekend to not do them and i should have done at least a few but i'll get them done before sunday next week and the downtime on monday so yeah absolutely you'll you'll be able to get those done other than that i think that's that's the only actual thing that i like need or want to do until beyond light comes out it uh, looks like uh, we have our plans, and we're looking forward to Beyond Light, and we're looking forward to seeing what's going to happen this week, which obviously we'll talk about it next uh, next show when we go over this. Well, we did this last week, the, the, the one right before Beyond Light. We'll cover everything then. Uh, but I think it's a good place to stop for today. Yeah. Um, I will link the TWAB in the episode description on our anchor.fm page so you can check out the viaduct and the roadmaps yourselves plus you know the general information within the twab there's some stuff about uh, what the power caps are going to be but if you want uh, you can also follow us on twitter at podcast underscore hidden and links to our socials are available on our anchor.fm channel description so you can follow us all there i'm probably going to set up a link tree as well and just tag everything into it and affix that link to our Twitter page as well as other things just kind of clean it up a bit. Oh cool. That'd be that'd be neat. Yeah, so we'll we'll get all that done. Uh thanks everybody for listening. Uh we appreciate you stopping in and have a great week. Anybody else need to say anything before we take off for today? No. You're all you're all super cute. We'll talk Hello. to you. Super cute. They're all super cute. Okay. Hello. <laughs> Have a good night. Have a good day. Be safe. Be well. Take care, everybody. Super cute. <laughs>